I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling we are onto something here. from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop is at Square Mall Palace, the comedy panel show starring you, the high five of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way, in it together, I think that's what I heard the man say, I got a feeling we are gonna be okay. Reassuring theme tune, isn't it? It it's is. Nice. It's turned out, I mean, Mark Hodge brilliantly wrote that for us a couple of years ago, and its optimistic tone hasn't really played out the way we'd hoped. Oh. Well, just because yeah. he wrote that before Brexit. <laughs> now, hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we turn the earth inside out and tip out all the best treasure it had in it, like the cultural oddities in a Malteser so old you could take it on the Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> You know you've got one in your handbag right now. <laughs> Talking of roadshows and antiques, let's meet some human ones in the forms of today's comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for top of the good day, Sarah Bonetto and Alison Spittle. <laughs> and on my right, playing for jerked beavers, Margaret Cable <laughs> Smith and Tanya Moore. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it to you, panelists. What makes you diverse, Sarah Bonetto? I'm from a faraway land and I came here on a ship. Nope, that's not true. Um, but I am foreign. I'm from Australia. I'm a working class girl, grew up on a farm. And here I am in the big smoke. Mum, look at me now. <laughs> Alison Spittle, I'm going to ask you, how are you diverse? I grew up in a council estate with a castle in it. What? So that's how diverse oh. I am. Yeah. Do Where was this? In a small village called Ballymore, there's an old Jacobite uh, watchtower castle and uh, a housing estate for the poor. They were built at different times. <laughs> it sounds a lot like British television mashed up into one cross-genre programme, yeah. which is sort of like EastEnders meets Downton Abbey. Do you know where I had my first kiss and my first cigarette? The turret. In a Jacobite castle, baby. Wow. Good girl. And that is why you are, in fact, dressed like a, a princess now, because you do have a headdress of a princess. I do. The headdress of a princess, body of a common 
person. <laughs> I don't know what the word is for a person that's not a princess. It's just, I think it's just a, a regular Surf? person. Pauperous. I think it's pleb. Yeah. Peasant. Um, Pauperous. Pauperous. Um, Pauperous. Like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag feminism. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Uh, and what, and why, why are you called Top of the Good Day? Oh, because it's like top of the morning to you, but good day is an Australianism. So I, I mean, I understood, but I just thought in case any of the listeners at home were a little also, bit... Also, can I just clarify? It really should be top of the good day, not top of the good day. If you, oh, top of the saying. morning. Oh, I see. Okay. way too posh. Top, top of the good day. Top of the good day. Okay, I've got it. It sounds a bit like top of the B day, though, and uh, that's distracting me. <laughs> that's where the yeah. action is, you know. Um, <laughs> Church Beavers. Church Hi. Beavers. Hello. Hi. Margaret Hable Smith, how universe? Well, my voice is quite posh and my name is posh, but I went to a, a state school. Is that shocking? Not really. I don't think anyone would be shocked by your oh. comprehensive origins. Oh. It was a convent school. It was a lot of weird things, actually. We, it sounds like you're presenting an origin story in the nature of I was bitten by a radioactive nun. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya Moore, how are yeah. you? I am diverse because when I went to school... Hmm. I was the only black girl in my class. However, it took me until year 11 to learn that I couldn't tan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... You're going to need to unpack that a little bit more for us, Tanya. So there was a tanning party. A tanning party? Yeah, in year what? 11, Laura had a tanning party. <laughs> Laura. That's so Laura. Classic oh, Laura. Classic, classic Laura, Laura in it. Yeah. Like, is there a Laura here? Okay, good. So Laura had a tanning party. And I went, and the lady was like, well, you just wait out here, and when they're finished, they'll come and join you. What? But you can tan. What the, I thought so, because when I go yeah. on holiday, I tan. Exactly. That's okay, exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, how are you diverse? I've experienced significant racism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't yeah, make yeah. me diverse. But I, I, maybe it makes me diverse because I experienced it as a child. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. yeah, no. I am sorry. <laughs> it makes you I mean, diverse, but it's not... I'm sure this is a frequent experience for people of colour, and yeah. all I can do is apologise for my people. <laughs> White people everywhere. Uh, Jerk Beavers, why are you called Jerk Beavers? <laughs> I'm going to need more information. Um, uh, I'm half Canadian, where the beaver... Roams free. Is, yeah. <laughs> and in Jamaica, we literally jerk everything. <laughs> in Australia too, but, but it's different. Seriously, I've, I've had okay. jerk penis. It's insane. I'm <laughs> If you, We've all jerked penises. What? What? If, no. If, if you're listening at home, you know and love this programme, which you listen to all the time, as a charming tea time show. Now, for some scheduling reason, with our usual wonderful theatre at the Use King's Place, we were not able to have a charming tea time show. So this is midweek, London... The vino is poured. Ooh. It's after nine a fucking clock. Yeah. And, and I will tell you, I am dubbing this Global Pillage Late Night. Yeah! Also, yeah. I've just ordered a tray of shots. Tray of shots. Tray of shots. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Hollyoaks after dark. You're going to get to see someone's arse. Bit of shoulder. <laughs> and on the scores, like a traffic warden of facts, it's Ned Sedgwick in Penn's Corner. <laughs> And on the piano, making our hearts as well as our minds and very probably our mouths sing, welcome Samuel Walsh! <laughs> Edmund Hethcott Sedgwick, have you had a global experience this week? You must have been in the castle of my housing estate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As some people may know, I used to live in Myanmar, Burma, 
and I used to be able to speak some Burmese. Oh, Recently, this is you've never mentioned it. Uh, it, it is Every literally week. the one interesting thing about me. That's not uh, true, Ned. There's that other thing, you left-handed. Oh, no, that's your brother. No, that's your brother, sorry. That, that's my brother. That's your brother, sorry. Um, <laughs> your, brother, your brother's very interesting. Yeah, he's a good guy. Anyway, I'm I forgot kidding. that in Ned Burmese... very interesting. Go on. I forgot that in Burmese, they don't really like giving negative answers. So if you're like, oh, do you have a Coke? And they don't have any Cokes left. Instead of saying no, they always go, yes, we don't have any left. So oh. it's really fucking confusing. <laughs> but... Very polite. <laughs> Every week, Samuel takes a folk tune and turns it into a scores jingle for us. You know the sort of thing that Mary Berry can do with just a little bit of flour, some sugar and two eggs? It's absolutely nothing like that! <laughs> Samo, over to you! Uh, so, because it's quite late and maintaining my theme this season of creeping Ned out, I have a Syrian folk song oh. for you today. Uh, yeah, it's called Sleep My Child. It's, it's, it's very beautiful. Uh, so I'm just going to sing you the first couple of lines. Sleep my child My pretty one And softly dream yeah, it uses a, a really nice scale that's very hard to sing in called uh, Dorian Sharp 11. So we're going to sing in it. Uh, hey. Here we go. Um, I will give you a lead in of the first half and I would like you to respond with What are the scores? Ned. Ned. Nothing yet. Okay. Love you. First up is our themed round, and this week the subject is spirits. We mean ghosts rather than cocktails, sadly, although there's a vodka worth over five million called Eye of the Dragon. I imagine that's one of the sorts they're a bit snarky about if you order it with a splash of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered fingers on buzzers. Ooh. In Anacloy, in Northern Ireland, in 1964, when a fairy tree was cut down for a new road, what did the locals do to try and divert the fairy's anger? <laughs> Joke to Beavers. Give them some Guinness. <laughs> so, give the tree some Guinness? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just so... leave a bucket of Guinness. <laughs> no, that's apparently what they do in Northern Ireland, just on, on the road. Uh, top of the G'day, who has um, an Irish I member. I want to say that they all dressed as fairies. And stood around the tree, like singing. Ring, oh. ring of fairies? Yeah. Well, I think maybe they set up a peace process and had like a good fairy agreement. <laughs> uh. Come on! Yeah, we need to protect that, you guys, by the way. <laughs> um, is that your final answer, teams? Well, in that case, hive mind. In Anacloy, Northern Ireland, in 1964, when a fairy tree was cut down for a new road, what do the locals do to try and divert the fairy's anger? Sing. Sing? Aww. Samo will like that one. I do. <laughs> Planted them a new tree. Planted them a new tree. Oh, give some butter. Give it some butter. Did a bit of butter rubbing. <laughs> if there's a problem, give them butter. <laughs> Always. I love it. That's that person's answer for every question. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Butter. Me again. Butter. Hi. Yeah. Butter. Not You're just in this, but in their own lives. <laughs> um, She's also like swirling a glass of rosé, kind of very nonchalant. Just give him some butter. Yeah. <laughs> a glass of butter, that's uh, what she's swirling. Yeah, yeah, butter. Yeah. That's why she looks nonchalant. Any final answers? Sacrifice a virgin. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, OK. This going was 1964. I love it, yeah. So, yeah. Like I, a virgin sacrificed for the very first time. For the very first time. <laughs> oh. oh. 
I'm not on your team, but that deserves a point. Spit all traitor. If you think it's... They sang to the fairy, Buzz now. If you think they planted a new tree for the fairy, Buzz now. If you think they rubbed it with butter, as is the custom, Buzz now. Or if you think they sacrificed a virgin for the fairy first time, Buzz now. You've gone for that, understandably, because we love a punt, but in fact, they treated the tree as if it were a human and took it away in an ambulance. Oh, wow! That's great. Yeah. Maybe they should have like good. a provisional tree and then a real tree. Mm. And that's... So I think what, what Alison Spittle said, which was there was a peace agreement, was very much accurate and she should get lots of points. Mm. No. Okay. What? Favoritism. What? Uh, points. This Next is not... question. Yeah. Deborah's drunk. The Hilton Hotel in Bangkok was home for many years to a spirit shrine covered with dildos. What was it used for? Top of the day. Is it like a mint under the pillow? Like a complimentary dildo under a pillow? <laughs> oh, oh, for each... oh. Nope. I know what it is. I love yes. that sound oh, effect, okay. though. That really goes yeah, well. Yeah, okay, have it. Okay, fertility, top of the day. Fertility, you visited it and you, you know, it was thought to give you fertility. Church beavers? Um, Feels like uh, your area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was... Um, <laughs> Even so as I annoying. say that, I just thought of that literally and thought, <laughs> unpleasant. Gross. <laughs> Um, like, like, yeah, it's in the bridal suite or something. I was going to say fertility and then Sarah rudely interrupted I knew you were. That's yeah. why I said it first, because I could see it in your eyes. Like fertility. Ah, everyone it, sees fertility it could, in Could it be eyes. like, is it like, <laughs> is it like a spa? So you just go there to relax? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the you thing mean, is like, that wanking yourself in a branch is actually not relaxing but at all. No, I'm telling you. But people, because there's multi-uses for dildos. It's not mm-hmm. always you've got, but you can just use it, just put it on your head and it really, like the headache, it goes. I promise. Yeah, it really gets rid of oh, sinus yeah. problems, you know, like it Babe, does. Yeah. We're like two, we're the same person. We are. <laughs> the, the Hilton hysteria. Um, <laughs> hive mind, what was the spirit shrine covered with dildos used for? They have to buzz, which is really funny because it's like a Vibrator. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. What? <laughs> Hive mind. What was the spirit shrine covered with dildos? I don't know for? why I thought it was a tree. I really thought it was a tree. It was shrine. Well, a shrine's I, not a tree. Listen, all, it? if Freud it, it slips into your imagination, oh, okay. so there's a tree and a little shrine I think, I and a bunch of dildos. I think you're thinking of the fairy tree. I know. And you're I think I am. Confusing the questions. Yeah. But Hive mind. Uh, what was the spirit shrine covered with dildos used for? A lot of bachelorette parties. Oh. Oh. So hen nights, we would call those, or bachelorette parties. Yeah. Okay. Is it like a scarecrow? You're not you know? in the hive, Alison. Sorry, yes, unless you want your points going to the hive mind. Good luck for women. That's my mate, fertility. Come on, mate. Yeah, you were trying to use synonyms for my exact answer. <laughs> um, Don't come here with your cinnamon spice. If you come get, getting lucky, you'll oh, touch the shrine and you'll get lucky. Okay. I think uh, you'll get more than lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching any dildos. I have to say, this is mine. You don't know where they've been. Uh, if you think it's a bachelorette party or a hen night, buzz now. If you think it's good luck for women getting pregnant, buzz now. Or just good luck getting lucky, Buzz Now. Uh, in fact, it was visited by people whose partners were experiencing erectile dysfunction. <gasps> oh, none of us got it right then. So that's fertility. Not really, yeah, fertility. It's, but, you, no, it's not fertility. You don't want it. It's like the opposite of fertility. Uh, I'm going to give half points okay. to Top of the Good Day. 
Because it is a shrine to Chow Mei Tubtim, who is a fertility spirit. In Armenia, if you want to protect a newborn baby from evil spirits, what do you do to a piece of bread? (laughs) Jerked beavers? Dip it in some tea. Dip it in some tea. So in Armenia, if you want to protect a newborn baby from evil spirits, you put the bread in the tea, and then what happens? Tea sells everything. If anything happens to you, lady... You go to your mom's house. What's she going to do? She can put on a kettle. So I, I just feel like it's going to. But if your out. baby was possessed with an evil spirit, <laughs> would your mum just pop the kettle on? Would she not? For the, do more she she would because she'll sit down and like have words with the spirit. Yeah. So she'd negotiate. Make, she'd, yeah. make, she'd make. She'd make the evil spirits cup of tea. A cup of tea, and then sort of calm down now. Come yeah. On, come yeah. on. Come on. And then they would fall for the PG tips. Yeah. Which they do every time, and then they get swallowed up into the tea. Yeah. And then you just pop a lid on, take it outside like a spider. I love the way your mind works, Deborah. <laughs> I mean, top of the good day. If you want to protect your newborn yeah. from evil spirits, what do you do to a piece of bread? I'd put that baby in a sandwich. <laughs> I would do that'll protect it I would protect it not just from evil spirits from sharp corners (laughs) but not from very hungry people (laughs) bread is versatile yeah I actually think we're going to go with that answer, but I will say maybe it's like the night before Christmas where you put out a carrot for the reindeers or a mince pie or whatever and like you eat a hole in it like you know to you know prove the verity of Santa Oh, by the way, Sorry? do all your what? listeners know? Oh, shit. <laughs> What's your policy? What's the global policy? Well, it's late policy night. Late night. Late night. Oh, my God. Late night. Late night. Santa's not real. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Neither okay. is God. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh we're truthing it now. We're truthing it. Yeah, the okay, two berries okay. are bitch. To be fair, at top of the good day, I've said a lot of things tonight, and most of them haven't been correct. <laughs> Hive mind. What do you do to a piece of bread to ward a newborn baby off from evil spirits in Armenia? Wash the baby in breadcrumbs. Wash the baby in breadcrumbs. Oh, Leanne. So Leanne, who was in our audience last week, has turned up again. She's become become our mascot and is now compulsory for her to be in every episode. Uh, So baby breadcrumb, anything else? Burn the bread. <laughs> you bake not the baby. baby. <laughs> no, the bread. Burn the bread. That will water off evil spirits. Anything else? Put it on the bird table. Put it on the bird table. When the bird's taken oh. away, they'll also take away the evil spirits. And the baby. <laughs> and the baby, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> then your problem's gone, isn't it? Uh, anything else? Soak the evil spirit. You soak the evil spirit yeah, in the bread. Kind of oh, you put a sauce. Huh? A sort of exorcist sauce. Yep, sure. I'm going with that. Uh, if you think it's if you think it's wash the baby with breadcrumbs, buzz now. If you think it's burn the bread, buzz now. If you think it's uh, pop the bread out on a bird table and the birds will come and take it away, possibly also the baby, buzz now. And if you think it's a special exorcist secret sauce, buzz now. <laughs> Okay, in fact, I think top of the good day, we're very close. You cut a hole in it and pass the baby through. What is that if not a baby sandwich? That is a baby sandwich! Sarah Bonetto said cut a hole in it, and Alison said sandwich. That's got to be we like that, that's, that's like a sub of the day on a Monday, by the way, is uh, a bread with a hole and a baby in it. <laughs> Ned? It's thought that the spirits eat the bread and get distracted away from the baby. Oh, like me! <laughs> I always get distracted by bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible you're an evil spirit, Anderson. I think that's what we've learned. You were raised in a Jacobean castle with a pagan ring of council flats around it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad 
That's what naughty. we do to protect. We it's like build. Stonehenge. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. <laughs> Please tell us next. What are the scores next? I regret everything. I'm so sorry. I genuinely couldn't tell where that was coming from. It wasn't me. As you will not be able to tell when I put it on your Spotify playlist. (laughs) In third joint, last place, it's the Jerk Beavers and the Hive Mind with no No. points. In first place, with ten points, it's Top of the G'day. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good day are out in front, but can anyone equalise during everyone's favourite round? Idioms! So in England, we might say bite the bullet, Mm. but in France, they literally translate that as classic English cooking then. (laughs) (laughs) What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we've literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers? In Vietnam, they say, you're squeezing fat to get oil. What do they mean? Uh, Top of the good day. Fracking. So you're, you're, fr- you're fracking. <laughs> Deborah, she's just going to keep saying it. She's got a very it. good point. I don't fracking know. Fracking is bad. I don't fracking know the science. Bad, fracking is she's bad. Right. We'll go with fracking. Go with fracking. Joke beavers. It's one of those things where you're doing something and something impossible. You know, yes. Yeah, someone in the audience went, yeah. Yeah, so okay, I'm not even finishing my sentence. Right, okay. You can't just say it's something yeah, something, no, something, okay, something. Yeah, no, okay, so it's, it, 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 it's something, and then something, something. No, um, you're, you're doing something, you're... Oh, God, there is something... You're doing like, something, but you're doing it backwards. You're doing it the wrong way. No, no. Okay. It's doing something where, where you, there's literal <laughs> impossible outcome. So ah. you're, you're, you're putting some effort into something. 
and this, this is it's, literally it's impossible. A it's, it's a waste, a waste of your time. time. So it's a waste of time. It's yes. impossible. So, so it's a fracking is a waste of time. Impossible. In Vietnam, they say you're squeezing fat to get oil. What do they mean? Hive mind. Trying to get the truth out of somebody. Water into wine, miracle. All right, calm down. Masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's your answer late to night, everything. Late night, late night masturbation. <laughs> I mean, it's the best time to do it. Squeak. <laughs> uh, or anything else? You're being inefficient. You're being inefficient. Mm. Okay. Oh. If you think it's trying to get the truth out of someone, buzz now. If you think it's turning water into wine, buzz now. If you think it's late night masturbation, buzz now. <laughs> And if, you're th- and if you think it's... <laughs> Thank you. If you think it's being inefficient... Buzz now. You've gone for inefficient. In fact, it's you've fallen for the wrong person. Or what? you can't hurry, love. You just have to wait. Love don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. Amazing. Um, Did Phil Collins send that via fax? <laughs> he divorced his wife of a fax. Oh, well, he was of that era. Yeah, that's true. It's a very, it really dates him to the era when men were more cunty. In Finland, they say, you are being black socked. You are being black socked. What does that mean? You've given up on life and you've just got black socks. Are you time. talking to me, Alison? Is this you just I'm, I'm coming speaking, out and saying what you wanted to say to me? I'm speaking universally, but yes. <laughs> but also, think, she's concerned. Could yes. it be that, that you're lost? You're lost? Yeah, because it's always the black sock that goes missing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. In so the dryer. Yeah, so you're being yeah. black socked. So in other words, you're missing, you're, dis- you're missing. You're, like you're just, maybe you're missing in the mind or you're missing in the moment. Missing in the mind. That possibly. Maybe yeah. That's your a body's great here, name for your you're... R&B album, Missing in the Mind. <laughs> Babes, like listen, that. my album's R&B, Bashment, hip-hop, it's all going on. <laughs> when does it drop, just for our late-night Global Village listeners? August after Edinburgh. Great, okay, we'll look out for that. And it's called You're Being Black Socked. Is that what I've heard? You're being black socked. Okay. Great, good to know. (laughs) Top of the day. It means someone came in and stole your partner or stole the person you liked from under you. You've been black socked. Ah, like black balls, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Am I doing too much by feeling uncomfortable with you saying black very strongly and stealing? (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. I hear you and I respect it. Take it back. I'll tone it down. Yeah. Hive mind. In Finland, they say you are being black socked. If you're listening at home, Tanya and Sarah Bonetto were throwing generous kisses to one Both enjoying that moment very much. There's no need to tweet or email. Oh, no, it's all love here. All love. All, all love. love. It's all love. In Finland, they say you're being black socked. What do they mean, hive mind? You're fired. You're being scammed. You're being scammed. Ooh. I thought you were calling me scum for a second. <laughs> uh, what else? No future. Ooh. Oh, all right. This does sound like a heckle now, but it sounds, it sounds more like something my mother would have said that to me. That person as a is not even here. That's just in our minds. <laughs> Anything else? Missold PPI. <laughs> okay, if you think it's, you've been fired, Buzz now. You've been scammed, Buzz now. You've got no future, Buzz now. <laughs> Uh, you're a Morrissey song, Buzz Now. <laughs> You've been missold PPI, Buzz Now. Uh, in fact, Sarah Bonetta was closest. It's you're jealous. Maybe because your partner has uh, been taken out from under you or from on top of you. No, can I just say... I say dr- close, I think it's the closer. But, no. Closest. but also, no. 
No but black song. When did we start giving points for closest? And it wasn't very close. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's still nice when someone's close, even if they don't give me points. It would be if she'd been close, OK? All right. Keep it rolling. We'll be fast if you give us a point. OK. Yay! Let's go. All right. Well, we're going to do it. In Quechua, they say you have two asses. What do they mean? <laughs> you talk too much. All right, it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a fair criticism. Uh, you, you talk too much. Shit, oh, so I want to add you talk too much rubbish. Yeah, because yeah. it's talking out your ass. Right? And then they're yeah. talking out your ass two times. <laughs> you double talk you out. You talk out your ass and you repeat it. Yeah. This is the worst of all crimes. Yeah. You have a dimpled chin. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you a thousand pounds if that's right. I know. Yes. That's dangerous. Yes. Where is she from? from? I'm up for it. I'm up for it. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Margaret K. Von Smith will give Alice's fiddle a thousand pounds. Yes. And can I pay you back a I... pound a month for the rest of my life? I'm going to double or nothing deal. that. And bear in mind, I can see the card. <laughs> <laughs> so. Your, your money's safe, Margaret K. Smith. That's all I can tell you. A hive mind in Quechua, they say you have two asses. What do they mean? You're ugly. All right. Now, <laughs> um, I'm concerned. hurtful. Yeah. I'm concerned she said that with a smile. I know, I know. It's a bit Richard III. I murder while I smile. Anybody else? You're a leader. You're a leader. That's, oh, that's more a nicer like, thank heckle. You. Thank you. You're a leader? You put on weight. All right. All right. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Christmas was good to me. Damn. Well, I like it. Damn. Lean in. Leanne, we liked you. Anybody else? Two-Face. Thank you. Two-Face. Yeah. Two Two-Face. Okay, it's all like right. a family reunion for me. <laughs> uh, but at least you're a leader. If it's, <laughs> if it's your ugly buzz now, if, if you think it's your leader buzz now, if you think you've put on, it means you've put on weight buzz now. If you now. think you've put on weight, oh, no. come on. <laughs> if you think it means, if you think you, it means you're two-faced buzz now. Yeah, I can see why you would have gone with that one, but in fact it means you don't spend enough time at home. Ned Sedgwick, please explain. I am going to give them half points. Because Why? it comes from, you're meant to be sat down at home, but you've been sitting down somewhere else. But it has come to mean you're two-faced. You can't really trust this person. Because oh, you don't know what they're doing. They're yeah. playing away, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's the end of the round. Please tell us next. What are the scores? Amazing what strangers will do when they're in a group. Um, <laughs> Jerk Beavers are in third place with no points. The Hive Mind are in second place with five points. And Top of the Good A are in first place with ten points. Okay. Deborah, it never happens. I know, I know. Usually only once a season, and this could be it. Oh my god. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background, but from the whispering I can hear on either side of me, it's clear that the comedians didn't bother to do their homework. Hey, 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 hey. We had to hey. whittle out all of our ideas down to one. Well, we had so many great ideas. It is not your turn yet. It's Jerk Beavers. Jerk Beavers, do you have a question for Top of the Good Day? So we have a question that was in the bank. Yeah. 
And then we had a question that we were going to see because I only have one. I, my parents are from Jamaica, which is quite boring, but she's like a pick and mix. There's like loads going on. So I was thinking maybe that there would be a question in there. But All right, look, my family, okay, my son is so obsessed with pizza that we can't say the word in front of him. So we came up with a code word. What is the <laughs> Oh, do you want so our bank question? <laughs> no, I like this one. It's, it's Global Pillage Late Night. They're in the yeah. league. Yeah. Top, everyone yeah. wants top of the day to win, but also they want points for themselves. Okay. So we're going to go with this. What, what does Margaret Cable Smith use? say for pizza instead of pizza because her son can't hear pizza without getting terribly excited and ruining the whole day? Bills or invoices. Better get some invoices in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, sort through those bills. Call the guy who brings the bills in his little motorcycle. Then we pay him and we tip him. The bills smell so good. Do you think the invoices will be... I don't know about you, but I'm super turned on. It's like role play. It's like the most mundane role play ever. Is it invoices? No. What is it? Oh, is it burgers? It's walkies. Oh, oh, that's funny because you can't say walkies yeah. in front of a dog. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, that's great. Why didn't all of you get that? So it's weird. Absolutely adorable. Top of the good day. <laughs> Do you have a question for the hive mind? Now I feel like we have to go very niche. No, you really no, don't. No, you do what you... What, what, what is my dad most disappointed in me for? <laughs> <laughs> this is really niche now, but if she is Irish, so it counts. I'm afraid I cannot my dad overrule most it. Disappointed. Uh, we have an answer from my mind. But not buying the castle in the middle of the council estate Stonehenge? Well, no. Is it? Yeah. No, let him do it. Like, I say... Do you, no, do you want me to... Oh, no, it isn't. No, no. No, okay. He'd probably be most disappointed in me. <laughs> For... Hang on, if you didn't know, why are oh, you... I do, I do, I do, I know, I know. It's okay, I'll say. It's very hard, okay. <laughs> He's most disappointed in me because I don't keep up with football anymore and oh. don't know who's in the West Bromwich Albion team at the oh. moment. And also, I'm sexually active. So. <laughs> Bonus points for any accurate names of the West Bromwich Albion team. If anyone can shout out. Now, I know that the Venn diagram of people who watch football and people who listen to Global Pillage is very small, but we might it's have... It's Ned. Not Ned. Anyone knows any James footballer from McLean Bromwich? James guys. He never wears a poppy and he always gets shit for it. Oh, he's gone now. Is he? Oh, yeah. fuck. Well, I'm <laughs> All so oh, right, so um, so uh, hi, Ned Sedgwick has to award a point there uh, because I really don't. Yes, <laughs> he does. He absolutely has to, and uh, I've made the rule. It's late night. The rules are different. Okay, uh, Hive Mind. Uh, we have someone here from Malaysia. Yeah, Nityasha. So this was inspired by my friend Kostas over here, who was sharing his diversity story. Assuming you're talking about someone and they walk past, mm -hmm. what does that mean? If you're talking about someone, so speak of the devil, basically. Yeah. If you're talking about someone and then they just come up or they walk past you, how is it significant, Jerked Beavers? They're, they're going to kill you. <laughs> okay, gonna... Or you're going to kill them. Okay, there's something deadly. Tanya, do you agree with that? Or have you got something no, else? No, I'm no. going to go less morbid. Go on. And say <laughs> it means that they're going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get points for this, but I'd like to answer just to log it that I'm clever. Uh, I, I think it means that, that you fancy them or they fancy you. It's oh. something like that. I think it's that they fancy you. I think they it means mean something. I no. think it means all is forgiven. 
Oh, I no. think, I think you were thinking what, about the answer? But, I mean, it means you live in too small of a town. Like, you yeah. need <laughs> get out of the pool. Oh, like yeah. Jersey. You live in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all wrong. It means um, you're going to live a long life. Oh, oh we knew that. Who? You or the other person? We knew that. We knew that. Oh, the other person's going to live a long life. We say that here too. <laughs> too late. Yeah. Um, what if you don't want a long life? Like. Okay, and it's the end of the round. Please tell us men. What are the scores and You can't run away from your feelings. <laughs> I've got to apologise to everyone Syrian that I know, I think. <laughs> and everyone Syrian that you don't know, really. They're more likely to be offended. Your mates will be like... Samo, you're at it again. Just cut it out, but we love you really. The other ones are just going to be like, who's this dick? <laughs> In third place, it's the Jerk Beavers with five points. Woo! And in joint first place, no. it's Top of a Good Day in the Hive Mind with ten points apiece. Tension, tension. Next, it's the It's a Sign round. Everybody is marching these days, and some protesters come home to see the hilarious slogans on their signs all over social media. Lucky them. Maybe it's happened to you. Probably not. For example, there was one at an anti-Trump rally which simply said, we shall overcome. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Teams, we'd like you to make some shareworthy signs, and Ned will award points for creativity. You have 30 seconds to write your slogan for today's protest, which is, against the power of landlords. Time starts now. Uh, against the power of landlords, you're out on that march. What is the amusing sign that you hold up, hoping desperately to see somebody else on Facebook give it a like because your life has been reduced to this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Top of the good day. Yeah. I can see you've decorated something beautifully there. Could we please see it? Okay. Okay. It just says... Uh, it is very glittery. There's lots of lights and shining things. It says, rent, hate the musical... Hate the concept. <laughs> Why do you hate the musical? It's so weird. Uh, One thousand ten hundred for twenty Landlord, me all night long. Landlord. Yeah. Is there yeah. a song about direct debit in it? There yeah, is. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's it's the concept of We've renting. seen it numerous uh, times. Samo, could you just give us anything from Rent? But we're going to need you to sing it. Please fix the okay. washing 525,600 minutes. Paying rent. 500. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is we haven't seen the music. musical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not about what you think it's about. Jerked Beavers, do you have a sign? For us. We have a sign. Band Lords More Like. Nice. Hey. Nice. While Ned works out the points for that, we'll go to our final round. The final round is our quick fire round. Hive mind if you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout at the answer as loudly as you can. Fingers on buzzers and time starts now. What Oscar winning film was known in Greece as the Golden Gloves? Goldfinger? Nope. Oscar winning. Golden Gloves. 
Million Dollar Baby, very, very good answer, but sadly incorrect, it was Rocky. Oh. I don't know why on earth you would think it was going to be about a woman when clearly it was all along going to be about a man. Uh. What flag is a combination of the cross of St. Patrick, the cross of St. Andrew, and the cross of St. George? It is the Union Jack. It is the Union Jack, correct, As Alison. we call it in Ireland, the butcher's apron. Great bit of crack banter there for you. <laughs> Oh, I really hope those fairies mend that trick. <laughs> You're either running from the monster or running into those who rip out hearts. Is the Libyan Arabic equivalent to which English idiom? A frying pan fire? Uh, yeah. Not quite. Between a rock and a hard place. I've got on my card that says between rock and a hard place, but Ned, you can choose to also give points to frying pan fire if you prefer. What flower is depicted on a fleur de lis? Uh, not lotus. Daffodil. No. No, it's iris. Which country has masaka as their national dish? Greece. Yes, of course. I don't see how that was even a question. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show. You know that, right? No, I didn't it, write it's the a speed round. Uh, complete this line from the Algerian national anthem. We have taken the noise of gunpowder as our rhythm and the sound of what as our melody? Bombs. Close, but no cigar. Screams. Screams, no, it's, uh, it's machine guns. Oh, um, The cock is the national animal Ooh. of which country? Buzz France. Buzz is correct. No, Buzz France isn't a place. <laughs> <laughs> finish, finish this Danish joke about the Swedes. How do you sink a Swedish ship? On time. No. <laughs> on time. No. You throw a load of dildos on it. <laughs> no. You launch it. That's better than the dildo. Yep. And we're out of time, and it's the end of the show! Please tell us What are the scores next? Please help me. <laughs> My mummy said there's no such thing as Monsters Ripley, but she was lying, wasn't In third place. <laughs> Need to go to bed. Thanks, everyone, for staying. In third place, it's a jerked beavers with ten points. Bronze medal, you bronze, you medals, you medals. Come on, we're on the podium. In second place, with twenty points, it's top of a good day. And in first place, with thirty-five points, it's a hive mind. Well done, Hive Mind. So it's a big, proud cock to our winners, but a bitter black sock to our losers. Yeah. And I'll leave you on this lovely thought from Greece. The heart that loves is always young, unless, of course, it loves Jacob Rees-Mogg, and then it's dead. <laughs> Please, I should Moussaka. really say that because he's got children. That, felt, that sounds bad. Uh, I'll say it again. They're awful, too. Please give it up for Sarah Bonetto! Alison Spettel! <laughs> Margaret Cable Smith! <laughs> Tanya Moore! Ed Sedgwick in Pellet's Corner! Samma Wolf on Peace! <laughs> you, the hive mind! I've been Jeffrey Francis Mike, good night! Yay! You have been listening to Global Pellet, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. That's me! The questions were sent by Ned Sedgwick. That's him! The programme associate was just Foster She's not here. The Global Village theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge Hamer. Uh, the, the theme tune was uh, played 
by Samo Wolf. Hey, Samo. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. He can hear me right now. The producer with the spontaneity shop is Tom Selinski. He's waving at the audience to clap. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and Everett at King's Place. You guys rock. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalvillage.net. It's been Global Village Late Rocking Night. It's Easter time. It's Easterish time, isn't it? We've just had Easter, but you know, when this comes out, Easter will be ages away. But you're listening to this in the future. <laughs> Spooky. We are time travellers because that's what podcasting is. You you, you record yeah, some. It's, yep. it's the title. <laughs> uh. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.